Welcome to Panther Paris, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Here are your hosts, Alex Lopez, Jake Langsam, and TJ Peterson. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Panther Paris. I'm your host, Jacob Langsam. Here with me, as always, is my co-host, Alex Lopez. And uh, holy shit! <laughs> The the conference finals getting real close. Panthers Zane take, is two and zero. Zane is two and zero in his life. Uh, Panthers take a three nothing series lead over the Toronto Maple Leafs with an overtime win in Florida. Uh, hey, Mitch Marner, how how how's that? Uh, how are those away fans doing tonight, bud? How, how are they doing? They feeling good? They feeling okay? Toronto fans are everywhere, guys. Even though that seemed like way less Toronto fans than there were Boston fans last series. Yeah, and the other thing to point out is those comments were dumb to begin with because the Panthers stole both games out of your building. Like, how are you going to yeah. make a comment about away fans when the Panthers took both games out of your building? Like, that comment only holds water if you won a game at home, first of all. Panthers oh. with an opportunity to win this series at home uh, on Wednesday. Uh, oh my goodness, I am... That was such a stressful game, too. It was probably the Panthers' best game of the series. They dominated uh, in terms, right? In terms of, in terms of actually, like playing well and not having to just lean on Bob. Uh, so naturally, it was the one that was the most stressful. <laughs> uh, my God, that third line, man! The Lundell yeah. line is just—it's so good. It's so back. It's, it's so, so back. back. It's so back. Um, all three of them had such a good game. Etu, yeah. Etu, Etu is such a great defensive player. It's a shame that he'll never get his due uh, at, a, uh, at a larger level. I mean, I'm fine with it just because I don't ever want him getting it. He's going to price himself out of the out of You know what? That's really a good point. Quick. That's a good point. Oh, my God. It, I, I'm Lundell, like... He played like such a man today. Like, yeah, it, it's amazing. Like I, I talked about it before last one of the few podcasts ago, he was unplayable last year against the lightning. He is one of the best Panthers in this playoff series or this playoff period. Like he's yeah. been so good and he was so bad during the regular season. It, it's amazing. Like, yeah, Jacob is clapping, but his fancy microphone is not picking that up. I'm not clapping. I was actually scratching my hand. Oh, I thought you were applauding Lundell. No, no, my palm was itchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, I, don't, I'm, I, I texted you hitting it over to him. I'm like this felt like Game Five in Boston, but in reverse, where it was like the Panthers were just getting every single chance, and yeah, we're gonna lose it on a fluke. But no, the Panthers just kept the pedal to the metal. I'm sticking with what I told TJ uh, after game two. All the luck that the Panthers didn't have in the regular season is finally catching up. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly That, that is the story of this postseason so far. We're getting great goaltending, and the luck that we didn't have in the regular season is catching up to us. That's the story. Yeah. Um, but- Etu, by the way, million five through next season yeah that's that's a bargain contract if you're bill zito 
after you know the playoffs are over july 1st 2023 you're you're seeing if he'll take two and a half million for the next three years after that how how about a little raise we'll give you like five years two and a half million one of those like hey you're set for life contracts yeah but (laughs) that's Um, that's a player you want to keep um effectively filling in for mason marchment at this point yeah Um, without the without the penalties yeah well and without the scoring volume but okay uh but. jesus he's been like he's been so good reinhardt remember when people wanted to trade reinhardt oh god i i mean i'm on record as being an every man has his price well, person yes. but like no you don't you don't call teams asking who wants reinhardt yeah, that was uh you better knock my socks off. I've got a really good player who can play anywhere in the lineup at, signed at six million a year. <laughs> like come at me with an offer that I can't say no to. But that's neither here nor there. Um remember when people wanted to tear this team down at the deadline, you know, with whatever UFA? Can you think you know, of anyone who, who definitely wanted to trade Radko Gudis? Yeah, I was gonna say you don't have to uh <laughs> You don't have to subtweet TJ on his own podcast just because he's not here. Oh, I'm going to subtweet him. So when he listens to this at <laughs> four in the morning, Budapest time or wherever he is in Europe, uh, he knows that I called him out again. Although, I mean, I do have to say the the Mahura Gudas pairing, uh, rare, rare mistake at the very beginning of the game for that pairing. Yeah. Um, Josh Mahura makes an uncharacteristically bad decision. Yeah, he pinched uh, Toronto. I like I'm not even sure I would call it a pinch. Toronto had possession and they were initiating a zone exit and Mahura tried to step up at the at the offensive blue line to prevent a zone exit. Yes, that I mean that's what I'm referring to by a pinch. I just I always align yeah, pinch you, you more with chasing chasing an unpossessed puck. That's fine. Like Toronto had possession. That wasn't a pinch. He was trying to prevent the exit, which is not what you do as a defenseman when the other team already has possession. You get the fuck back to your blue line and try to stand up there. And Mahura blows his 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 idea. I mean, it was a bad. It was just a bad idea. It was an uncharacteristically bad idea. Led to an odd man rush, and Toronto scored. Uncharacteristically bad decision for Mahura, and I do feel like in light of how great the team played as a whole and how excited we are that the Panthers have an opportunity to end this series on Wednesday, uh, we do need to point out when our favorite players do bad things, too. Um, I have something of note I'm tweeting about now. Why didn't we get any uh, post-game reaction shots from uh, what's the, what's the, the plaza called where all the Leafs fans are? Oh, Maple Leaf Square? Yeah, Maple Leaf Square. Why didn't we get any reaction shots? You know, that's a great question. I wonder. I wonder how confident they are in chanting who they want to play next. Now <laughs> we want Florida. Well, yeah, you yeah, got you it. sure did, Toronto. All those Leafs fans that were chanting "We want Florida." First of all, you embarrassed yourself by trying to hide from Boston. And guess what? Now you got Florida. How's it feel? Yeah. Do, do, do you like your wish being granted? Do you like that monkey's paw? You got your team. You got Florida. Oh my God, it's beautiful. I feel like as Panthers fans who experienced what happened last season, we are also very well qualified to say, did you really win your first round series if you then don't win a game in the second round? It doesn't feel like it. I mean, yeah, you did. 
And when you're like trying to end a, end a long streak, you can hang your hat on it. But like last year was a failure for the Florida Panthers. I'm not going to talk about the Leafs in past tense because right. the Panthers just came back from a 3-1 deficit. I mean, look, right. we all buried the Florida Panthers on a Sunday night at the infield with the effort they put up tonight, like the odds of seeing them put up an effort to bring this back to South Florida for game six was slim to none. And remember this are. room. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, look, anything can happen. The Leafs are still a very good team. So I'm not going to bury them until it's right. over, but I'm going to enjoy the hell out of being up 3-0 on this team right. after how fucking cocky their fan base was, how fucking obnoxious the media was. Like, I'm going to name names. Like, down goes Brown. Like, he, he was a really fun guest on the podcast, but, like... We've dude, had the whole Puck Soup crew on the pod at this point. We've had Greg, Ryan, and Sean. Yeah. But Ryan, who got hacked this week selling MacBook Pros. Oh, I, uh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um... But yeah, no, like down goes Brown. Like he's been so biased and on Twitter, like just openly rooting for the Leafs. Like he was, he was complaining I mean, about icing calls earlier. Look, early fans tonight. are fans. I'm not gonna. I know, but it's just so sweet to see all the national media who've been so like, oh, the Leafs got this. They've got to win, and like the meltdown they had over the yep. Bennett hits after Game Two because I didn't get a chance to talk about them. Like, not one of them made a tweet about Bunting tonight. Not one of, of them. Not. Of course, like I mean, I also don't think that the bunting hit on Bennett was as agree or the one on Montour. Are you talking? No, it about? wasn't. Yeah, the one on Montour. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that hit was as egregious as the Bennett Nyes thing from Game Two. Um, like, no, it wasn't. But like, you just they melted down so much yeah. about it, and to not a peep. Oh, here's a missed cross check to the neck that wasn't called. Yeah, true. You, you saw a lot of tweets complaining about how the Leafs got zero power plays tonight. Yes, but it's it's still an is it eight to four or seven to four power play advantage for the season? So I do want to say Steve Dangle did have a good point about the power play disparity. Um, it's not quite as stark as what the actual calls would say. The Panthers got two power plays tonight, so I think their total number of power plays is up to three. It's four. Technically, Are you counting. Okay, yeah. So that's that's the thing. We have to count the the six on five goal yes, that the Panthers scored because the penalty got called. Right. The so that that makes it seven to five scored. for the series. Right. So that seems a little bit more reasonable when you start looking at it that way. Right. But it took a two nothing advantage tonight, where the refs swallowed their whistles on a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I pointed out on seven Twitter, to five. I pointed out on Twitter that the only two penalties that were called tonight were the things that like the refs should lose their jobs if they don't call. Yeah. Nothing, like, no marginal calls were made. They didn't make a single call uh, that, like, they didn't oh, make a single were... marginal call. Oh, there were non-marginal calls. I mean, the the, the the trip on wall on, in the last minute and a half of the game, that's the most obvious penalty of all yeah. time. The broadcast team even said, yeah. uh, you don't call at this point in the game. That's wrong. That's absolutely false. Ben has a chance to end the game right there if he if he's able to make it around the net. Because completely <laughs> hashtag Bennett was tripped. Yeah, Dan O'Rourke um, back again, back at it again. They missed a too many men call that uh, would have been a. Uh, I think they missed two too many. Yeah, there's two calls. too many men calls. Like there was, there was that one. A... To- there was that one. I actually don't, I don't remember if it was towards the end of the third period or at the beginning of overtime. Uh, but there was one, and I guess I shouldn't say they missed it because I think it was Morgan Riley coming onto the ice, uh, and like just jumped up in time for the puck not to touch him. Before no, that, the other guy got off the there, ice. It was the other way around. Morgan Riley was oh, Riley off was the off. Right. 
but he, the other guy came, came on, played the puck, and Riley was still on the ice, and he jumped off like after mm-hmm. the play was passed. Like it was so obvious. Um, but yeah, we didn't. We don't see tweets from uh, Tic Tac Omar with uh, gifts of that. <laughs> um, I'm naming names tonight. Like you, you, you've been you've been showing your ass so much on Twitter. Yeah. Speaking of asses, by the way, uh, Carter Hagee, twelfth goal. Uh, of his Panthers postseason career now leads all Panthers all time in career playoff goals uh, is also the first player to score double digit points in consecutive postseasons as a Panther. Uh, I think we need to start having the conversation. Does 23 get retired in Florida? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I, I, I like what you're thinking, but no, not yet. He's just, you know, he's been very, very good. But yeah, like no, not yet. A surprisingly quiet game from Kachuk tonight. Yeah, but you know what? If the Panthers can can win a game with Kachuk having a quieter night after carrying the team through the Boston series, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, three zero. Three zero. Austin Matthews, where have you been? Yeah, speaking of quiet, well, uh, Matthews has points in every single game he's played this postseason. Yeah, um, but you're being paid eleven and a half million dollars to. It's the same. It's the same complaint I've had against Barkov. Scored a goal in this series. If you can keep Matthews out of the goal column, you have a good chance. Good job. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. The core four has been surprisingly quiet through three three games. I mean, Nylander had the the a great play to set up Gustafsson for that lucky goal today. But other than that, you mean you mean uh, he set up Mark Stahl. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing we need to talk about from this game. This game doesn't go to overtime. I mean, blah, 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 butterfly effect, anything can happen. Uh, the Leafs only scored one goal. Yeah, yeah, but Mark Stahl, I mean, I've been saying it all playoffs. <laughs> like Mark Stahl's always in the right place, but never makes the right play. Right. Well, I wouldn't say he's always in the right place either. He is. He gets caught out of position. Fair enough. Fair. But you know what I mean? Like, how many goals? With regularity. Right. Yeah. But how many know. goals have been scored yeah. on the Panthers in these playoffs where Mark Stahl was right there to make the play and just didn't? Toronto only scored one goal this game. Bob has been so good, man. Honestly, to me, Sergei Vorovsky at this point has earned all $70 million of his contract just in the last six games. Did you hear what the fans chanted after the game ended? Did they please tell me it was like a you got Florida? We want Florida. <laughs> So good. They were chanting, we want Florida during the game. Yes, uh, but chanting it after you score the game winner. Having the presence of mind after you score the game winner to chant, we want Florida. I would have preferred is, a you got Florida. Yeah. Close after enough. The win. Close enough. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to have too many words about that one. I, I mean, does it does it get better than this? Because it doesn't I mean, feel like it gets much better than this. I mean, being sappy, watching life being brought into the world two day, two days ago was pretty damn good. No, 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 no. That doesn't compare. <laughs> but so my actually but my father-in-law now lives. Alex lives. said that. Oh, okay. My father-in-law. Please, Dad, if you're listening, Alex said that. Uh, like I said, Zane is two and zero. Oh, Panther, give give Alex season tickets for next year. Give Alex's son season tickets. This the new one, not the old one. The old one didn't see a, a second round win until this year. Yeah, he fell. He fell asleep like right before. Well, actually, he was asleep before the game ended, and then woke up. I wonder how he woke up. It certainly wasn't me yelling. <laughs> no, of course not. Holy shit! This this rules, though. I mean, 
I I have never been happier while also being so stressed out while watching hockey than this month. Yeah, this has been a really fun month of hockey. Like from game five until right now, like it's been, well, I mean, you haven't lost. So six game winning streak in the playoffs, in the playoffs, seven, fo 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 fo. What? You've never heard that before? No, <laughs> I, Jeez, have was, I, I there was a basketball player. And I can't remember who it was, but he predicted fo 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 for the playoffs, AKA winning every single game. And they went four, five, four, four to win the NBA championship, which is pretty damn impressive. That is pretty impressive. That's a messy moment. Yeah. Um, I also want to want to give props to a one Anthony Duclair. Speaking of basketball yeah. players, Udonis Haslam was in the building. Uh, a lot of uh, well, the Miami Heat were in the building. Much of them. Um, yes. Feel free to check out mine and Jamison's Dr. Seuss uh, exchange about the Miami Heat being in the building. Uh, <laughs> Haslam, in particular, though, was wearing a Duclair jersey. So you know that Duclair was scoring a goal. But yeah. not only did Duclair score a goal, he had maybe, quite possibly, his best game of this year. Oh, by far. By far. One, he hasn't really scored much all year. But two, like he created two breakaways, scored on one of them. Like He was excellent tonight. Yeah. like He almost took the Verhage role. Yeah. Except uh, Verhage also scored. Verhage had a butt goal, putting him in company with Yarmir Yager. Who I know didn't have a butt goal. He had a butt assist. Yeah. We had a the butt punt. We had the butt punt this year, now the butt goal. Uh, what are the other storylines from this game? We already talked about how the Leafs didn't get a single power play, which I'm sure Twitter is gonna have a bit of a field day with that. Oh, they've been they've been that's obviously gonna be the excuse this time. Uh hey, why did you guys lose game three? Well, we didn't get a single power play. Fucking Yes, because a two nothing maybe power play have the puck. Yeah, and also a 2 nothing power play disadvantage is so much worse than a 4-1 and a 3-1 power play disadvantage. Like, go cry somewhere. Go cry. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, and, and again, you only scored one goal. Right. Maybe maybe, maybe don't rely on power plays to, to win. Yeah, I mean, even strength <laughs> Panthers have been by far the better team. Oh, one thing we haven't mentioned, we haven't mentioned Sam Sonov going out of the game 30 seconds into the second period. Uh, I did see these fans say <laughs> so that the Panthers took Samsonov out. Like, dude, it was Luke Shen. Yeah. Luke Shen made a dive block attempt, which both tripped Carter Verhage and took out Samsonov. The Panthers yeah. were not doing anything on that play. Yeah, the Panthers didn't even touch Samsonov. Verhage just had the puck and was on had a scoring chance and Luke Shen went down to block it. There's one of the penalties that was called against you. One of the ones that's just impossible to miss because it's a puck carrier with a scoring chance right in front of the net. And I mean, they missed him in games one and trip. two, but they missed him in games one and two, but here, um, neither here nor there. It, it didn't look that serious to me though. Maybe I just missed something, but like, it didn't look like Shen hit, hit Samson of that hard. Yeah, but the way he's stressed, I think I think that that's going to be a tor- torn groin. It's mm, rough. It, it, look, it, when he goes, when a goalie goes straight off the ice and down yeah. the tunnel, like you know, it's like, hey, I'm not, I'm done. Like goalies, goalies know when they are done. It's it's yeah. 
it's not like skaters who can skate off the ice, you know, get stitched up and come back after missing a shift or not missing a shift. Like you either continue playing or you don't. And when a goalie skates off, like he knows there's no shot. I can keep going. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, again, there are, there is not a single Panthers player or fan in in their right mind who is excited that Samsonov went down. Um, no, but we'll certainly take the break. I mean, you take what you can get to yeah. a certain degree. Uh, no one's happy about it. Yeah, it's not something to celebrate. It's not something to be happy about. Also, it wasn't the Panthers' fault. <laughs> nope. And I cannot stress that enough because I have seen people blaming Carter Verhage. Yeah, The only thing we're missing is someone uh, blaming Forsling for hurting Matthews with that slap shot. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure you can I, find I joked on about that. Yeah, I, I know I, you did. I made a joke about that. I, I I fired off a little tweet that was like, hey, are Leafs fans going to claim that Forsling intentionally shot the puck into Matthews' hand? Um, fortunately, I have not seen any examples of that. I'm I sure we could find it that on way. Twitter. I mean, it's also not like Matthews came out of the game. He did go yeah. to the bench immediately, but he came back out real quick. Another thing, Panthers are 3-0 and in, over, in overtime in these playoffs after going like a decade plus without winning a game in OT. You want to see... Do you want to see a beautiful, uh, a beautiful statistic that I just saw? Please. Um, this is a very simple thing. So this is uh, Matthew Beauvais, sports director of WKBW Channel 7 News in Buffalo. Uh, so shout out to Matthew for pointing this out. Austin Matthews, John Tavares, William Nylander, and Mitch Marner have combined for zero goals in this series. Is that bad? That seems bad. Doesn't that seem seems like great. something you don't want good. That's uh how much of your payroll is that? That's good 30, 40%. million dollars right there. $38 million, something like that. No, it's gotta be more than that. Matthews and Tavares are both making 10 plus. I think Marner's on a $10 million bill too. Nylander's yeah. at seven. Okay, so it is 37. Okay. So that's that's nearly half of your salary cap. Not great. Looking at the uh, deployment for tonight. Paul Maurice really played this game to win it. Like he wanted to put his foot down. Stahl, White, and Delpy all had under seven and a half minutes. Oh, good. Because they were bad. They were not good tonight. I mean, they're never, that line is never really good. But like tonight in particular, they seemed very bad. Barrera only got just under 11 minutes, which is a really low number for a defenseman. Um, I mean, I still think Mahuro is a lot better than Mark Stahl, who got almost 22 minutes, but it is what it is. At this point, Mark Stahl is getting that ice time because Brandon Montour needs yeah. that ice time. Jesus Christ. Do you have, guess how much Montour played tonight? Uh, let's see. If Stahl played 22 and the Leafs didn't have any power plays and the Panthers had two power plays, Montour probably played 25 minutes tonight. Overtime. Higher. Overtime. Higher. Overtime. Montour, uh, 28. 29 minutes. He wow. was the highest Panther by four minutes. Gustav Forsling, just under 25 minutes. Yeah. Montour, like, he's bit, I mean, he's been that good. He was so dangerous tonight. He didn't get on the score sheet, but he was so dangerous. Paul Maurice has essentially spent the postseason uh, growing on me. Yes. 
Yeah. Uh, and I know much- we talked about it a little bit after game two, but like, man, he's made a lot of decisions in the last, what are we at now? 10 games uh, that have made me very happy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I despise dump and chase hockey. I absolutely despise yeah. it. I, even with how good the Panthers have been in this postseason, I still think they should be playing more of a possession game. But there is no debating that the Panthers' forecheck has been the X factor in the last two series. Oh, yeah. we. I think we talked about that a little bit after game two also, but like every single line has two good forecheckers. Yeah. Barkov, Verhage, Bennett, Kachuk, the entire third line, all all three of them, the top three lines, all have at least two players who are like good four checkers. That's been a huge part of the of this this team's game. Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. I will say, in the first half of the third period, um, it didn't seem like the Panthers knew that they weren't leading. They were, they were yeah. the Leafs, the Leafs, that was the Leafs best opportunity to, to take a lead. It's funny. Both teams played the first half of the third period, trying not to lose. And then only the Panthers actually stopped doing that. Um, I just want to take a, a quick look here. The Panthers went from 36 seconds into the third period until six minutes and 20 seconds left in the third period who have their XG graph even, like, dip up a little bit. They went essentially 13 minutes without doing anything of note. Well, the Leafs the entire game, so maybe I'm wrong that the pan- both teams were playing not to lose. Oh, no, the, Le- the Leafs were entirely controlling play during that time. From 18.08 remaining to 5.15 remaining, uh, the Leafs generated what looks to be just about a full XG point. Yeah. They generated about pointed XG in that time frame. The Panthers went from 2.9 to 3.1. And then didn't get any of the rest of the game. Well, in, in a very quick little time frame at the end of the third period, they did go from 3.1 to 3.4 to 3.5. Yeah. For about 13 minutes there in, in the beginning of the third period, um, that was kind of a teeth clenched, how is this going to end in disaster for the Panthers time for me? Um, And then it seemed like with six minutes left, the Panthers were like, kind of thought to themselves, oh shit, we still need to score a goal. Like that's, that's kind of how it felt to me. Cause at, at, at that point, at that six minute, 20 seconds left Mark, they just, they picked it back up after, after letting the Leafs control play for the entire third period up to that point, they, they very much picked their play back up. Uh, and controlled the end of the third period. So I'd like to not do that again, because that was the Leafs' best chance to take a lead. And fortunately, Sergei Borovsky was up to the task. Don't do that again. <laughs> Please just don't. Take game four and just end it. Just stomp on their throats. That's 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 going to be my my talking point for for the end of the for the end of the series here. Just stomp on their throats. Don't don't give them a game. On that note. Shout out to the fans leaving the 300 section, chanting sweep the Leafs on the way out the door tonight. Just well done, guys. Well done. I feel Uh, like I should asterisk for any Leafs fans that might hear this. Don't literally stomp on their throats. 
No, but you know, <laughs> not, not nine, 95 north. Just take it all the way north back to uh, Toronto. Please, please and thank you. I want, I want that building to be totally red on Wednesday. Yeah. How, how many Leafs fans do you think will show up to, to watch their team get knocked out? It depends on how many of them have already bought tickets. True. Because it's not like it's that's not something you can just like, especially if you're coming down from Toronto, it's not something you can just cancel. Like you have flights and all right. that stuff. That's true. Uh, anything I'm else? They, I'm hoping they sell them back is the thing. <laughs> but it, but <laughs> have again, your nice week in Florida. Sell your tickets. Yeah, go to the beach instead. Or maybe go to the AAA for uh, game four as he try to go up 3-1 on the Knicks. Anything else we got to go over? Because I got to get back to dad duty. I think we hit everything we need to. All right. Cats and four, heat and five. Uh, rate us five stars at uh, at your local Tim Hortons. There you go. And let's finish this series up on Wednesday.